0: Evening Edition is brought to you this week by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create a beautiful, professional website for your next project. Their packages start at just $8 a month and include a free domain name when you sign up for a full year.
1: Squarespace is incredibly easy to use, and it comes with 24-7 support. For a free trial and 10% off your subscription, go to squarespace.com and use offer code ee eight.
0: Welcome to Evening Edition for Friday, August 9th. Here are some of today's headlines. The NSA could be reading every email and text sent into or out of the country.
1: Al-Qaeda's influence in North Africa grows.
0: More bloodshed seems to be on the horizon in Egypt.
1: Calls for a boycott of the 2014 Winter Olympics in Russia come from opposite ends of the political spectrum.
0: And dead dolphins are turning up in record numbers along the Atlantic coast.
1: latest round of revelations on the U.S. government's surveillance techniques, the New York Times reported that the National Security Agency is searching the contents of email and text messages that are sent into and out of the country. The scope of these sweeps isn't limited to messages sent or received by specific suspects. The NSA casts a far wider net, looking instead for references to specific individuals and organizations. And the Guardian called attention to a legal loophole that allows the NSA to search the phone calls and emails of U.S. citizens without a warrant. NSA agents can search databases for an individual's name and get data on that person's communication history. This contradicts earlier U.S. government claims that this type of warrantless search was limited to foreign nationals. Today, President Obama announced the creation of a task force made up of outside intelligence and civil liberties experts. He also promised to increase the transparency of NSA surveillance practices, including releasing a previously classified document that makes the case for the current techniques. The president told reporters, quote, it's not enough for me as president to have confidence in these programs. The American people need to have confidence in them as well.
0: Inquiries into a bloody assault on an Algerian gas plant are uncovering increasing evidence that Islamist jihadis throughout North Africa are in some degree of contact with one another. Specifically, the assailants who killed 39 workers at that plant were in contact with those who killed the U.S. ambassador in Benghazi. Little is known about the rise of jihadis in the wake of the Arab Spring, but it appears that al-Qaeda's affiliates stretch further across North and West Africa than previously realized. At the center of this expansion is Al-Qaeda and the Islamic Maghreb. Born during Algeria's civil war in the 1990s, it's since expanded into Tunisia, Libya, and until recently, Mali. The civil war in Syria has also drawn jihadis from across the entire region, merging groups that otherwise might have stayed separate.
1: Tens of thousands of supporters of ousted Egyptian President Mohamed Morsi marched again today on the Muslim holiday that marks the end of Ramadan. The government seems ready to break up the sit-ins as soon as the holiday is over. Dozens were injured in clashes with police throughout the day, and the specter of more bloodshed continues to loom large. A senior member of the Muslim Brotherhood said, Kill as much as you like. I won't move an inch. We will offer a million martyrs.
0: Calls for a boycott of the 2014 Winter Olympics in Russia have been growing louder in recent days and coming from vastly different political circles. Yesterday, the White House rejected one call from Republican Lindsey Graham to boycott the event based on Russia's granting of asylum to whistleblower Edward Snowden. White House spokesman Jay Carney downplayed the impact of Snowden on relations between the two countries. Meanwhile, others have been calling for a similar boycott of the event based on Russia's recent passage of anti-gay legislation. In a widely circulated op-ed this week, actor and writer Stephen Fry compared the anti-gay shift in Russia to pre-World War II Nazi Germany. Fry wrote, quote, Putin is eerily repeating this insane crime, only this time against LGBT Russians. Beatings, murders, and humiliations are ignored by the police. Any defense or sane discussion of homosexuality is against the law, quote.
1: And finally, Since June, more than 100 bottlenose dolphins have washed up on beaches along the East Coast. Representatives of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA, say they've yet to determine the causes of death. Last month, the Virginia Aquarium responded to calls for 44 dead dolphins, compared to a typical average of 7. Earlier this week, a news station in Richmond reported that another 13 were found just last weekend. What might be causing these deaths? A NOAA representative said, quote, it could be biotoxins, it could be disease, it could be human interactions with fishing gear, end quote. Researchers are also exploring a potential viral cause, after a similar outbreak in the region 25 years ago killed more than 750 dolphins. Miranda Mulligan is Evening Edition's editor-in-chief. Our team of writers includes Julia Holloman, Ash Ponders, Philippe Mara Mendonza, and Celine Muzon. Go to muleradio.net for links to the stories from this episode, or read our editions from New York, San Francisco, London, and Paris at evening-edition.com. I'm Angela Kilduff.
0: And I'm Tom Carmony. Our podcast is distributed by the Mule Radio Syndicate. Evening Edition is brought to you each weekday by Mule Design Studio. Thanks for joining us.